Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Oh my gosh, here we are. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're here again. It's Tuesday. (laughs) We're here. You're here. Thank you for listening to Lady Journey. And please remember to like and subscribe. And please give us a review for God's sake. Yeah, I think it's been a while. Um, We read every comment on YouTube. I I go to our YouTube analytics all the time. Oh, I try to go once a week. I try to go once a week. I say, let me take a little moment to respond. The comments have See been what's going out there. Yeah, they've yeah. been really cool and positive, and um, and, and some of them yeah. haven't. But uh, <laughs> but usually the negative is on the shorts. Yes, I think the shorts are getting amplified out to the trolls. They're getting out into the troll universe. And I have to say, if you don't like women, there is a high chance that you will. Lady Journey is not for you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of we're kind targeting a certain demographic yeah and you might be able to figure out which one it is well we (laughs) we purposely chose topics that we thought men probably wouldn't be interested in but yet and yet they are and and that's actually fantastic because one guy did tell me a while ago he said because we do you know we're kind of doing these stories where we're talking about our life and and that's interesting talking intimately about yourself is interesting to everybody which yes. I find well I think gratifying. people really liked it when we give family tea yes <laughs> people also like it when we um drag our family <laughs> and we won't stop never I'm always like amazed by the comics that do that put it out there yeah where I'm like uh I how is this going to work out for you? And right, I don't right. think it has personally. I don't. I don't, In the long run. I don't think it's a good idea because for me, I also think that you want to have some boundaries. You want to have a little bit of boundaries where it's like, I'm performing, now I'm living my life. It's not everything and anybody I can throw under the bus for my own personal gain. Yes. That's narcissism, actually. Yeah, and it creates an unsafe hang. And I have one friend that is always telling me when she she prefaced everything as can you please don't put this in your act and I'm like you know what that is the equivalent to me of yeah. being a waiter and that somebody's like don't spit in my food and you're like yeah. why are you assuming I'm the most horrible person yes. out there no, like no caveat needed and also also not like, to be rude nothing is funny right like, so my friend's a mess <laughs> Right. Like a lot of the times you're like, you have no idea what I think is the odd thing that's happening. And I can also create it that it's a general thing that's relatable. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. No one is going to relate to and be like, oh, my God, I know who she's talking about. Right. We're not. Recently, certain people <laughs> just I know out. who you're thinking we're not people who we're, we're not lightly recently. doxing people yes we're not doxing yeah but today is a special fun episode because you are getting ready to oh wait actually let me do the stones yes oh, we always lord, forget lord in heaven we always what, a, what a, we always remember we an remember albatross. the stones speaking of bird feathers speaking of bird feathers i love what we it's had caitlin Palouf, we had caitlin palufo here and she curated this and we, but we reset. So we're like, we need the Sharpie in there. This is, this is actually the way and we the had this work. We added Lady Journey. Yeah. Gloss. This is my lip gloss. I have it here in case my lips get dry. 
Um, now, I want to do the stones for our Patreon because, as you guys know, when we have someone join the Patreon, we dedicate a crystal stone or other magical substance to them. The science behind this is 100% proven. Okay? Yes. Whatever we say. It's is lady science. Lady science. <laughs> <laughs> lady science is such a thing. Well, that is weird that, that we just brought that up. It's because, like girl math in a way. Yes. Yeah, girl and boy math has been showing up a lot lately. Yes, that yes. is a new trend. It's a trend online. And I have to I have to enjoy the fact that girl math is just being wildly financially irresponsible. <laughs> yes. Girl math is when I make six hundred dollars a week and I spend eight thousand. <laughs> Gotta get <laughs> and, to the spa. And girl hair math. ties. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I can afford this trip. Yeah, uh, you can't. Yeah. You want to retire at some point. <laughs> But we've had um, a couple amazing new people join the Patreon. I want to welcome Caitlin. Thank you so much for joining, Caitlin. You're yes. awesome and amazing. And for you today, we've got the Tiger's Eye. Classic, beautiful, tumbled stone. You I can't go wrong with a tiger eye. No, I, it's, it looks like it would be velvet if you could get to it. It's got a great, it's got a sheen, it's got a gloss. I almost love that we do this show in a way as though we're on QVC. Yeah. And call in now for the Tiger's Eye. <laughs> I would love to get that job, by the way. I'm like, I'll oh move to God. Pittsburgh or wherever they film it. I'm happy to. I'm wearing the Tiger's Eye. Call in now if you want to change your energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Metaphysical QVC. But Caitlin, uh, we've chosen the Tiger's Eye for you because it's one of my favorite stones. This is the Stone of Courage, okay? It's raising your vibration, raising your strength, growing your confidence. And I think I was just watching something on TikTok last night that was about how like we're told in self-help of like have an ego death, have an ego death. And it's like actually women don't need a lot of help with that because our egos are being broken down from the moment that we're raised in the society where it's like be quiet, you know, speak when you're spoken to. Don't try to be the center of attention, like stand in the corner, yes. be, be thin, take up less space. And actually what men maybe need to experience the ego death. I love we're just like trashing men on every episode and Lex is just like there, yeah, like just helping us. smiling. Yeah. He's also like the nicest, he's the devoted husband, person, <laughs> the kindest dog dad that we know. Um, but anyway, this TikTok was like, uh, and by the way, can't cite. No, I love TikTok. It's like, you're like, I've learned something. I have no idea what it was and I'll never see it again. Well, that's a, every time I talk to my, um, I guess, delivery doctor, I'm like, okay, so, <laughs> I preface I this is from TikTok. <laughs> You're like my other doctor, the phone. <laughs> My true doctor. Yeah. It's so true. She listens to our podcast. Yeah. Oh, she does? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Shout out. I would yes. love to have a doctor on here on OBGYN. Yeah, that definitely. would be such fun. Let us know if you're up for coming on. Um, but anyway, my TikTok was saying that, with you know, an ego death, which is always so often recommended in self-help context, um, is very a good prescription for men who have a lot of ego and are taught to have ego and being like, you know, asking for what you want and demand. And for women, maybe it's a better prescription to be building the ego, be building the confidence, yes. building the self-esteem. Meeting in the middle. Meet, meet in the middle. From men to women. Yes. Yes. So here's your tiger's eye, Caitlin. Get out there and demand a raise. Uh, and then apologize immediately yes. after. <laughs> then go cry. <laughs> cry in your cubicle. And listen to Lady Journey. And um, today we've got the fossil. We've also got the fossil. This is for Nancy. I love fossils. Is it? I love this fossil because something about I love about the this, price tag on the back of it, too. <laughs> you, you will never know that this costs $5. But that's a pretty good price. For something that's like 
a million years old, probably. Wild. I have no idea. I didn't do a background check, but I'm assuming. I love that this fossil has been here for a million years and it will probably be for a million years more, but now it will have the price tag on it forever. <laughs> I know. And then the it's idea that fossilized. this guy was just like living his life and the next thing you know, he's being dedicated to a random person <laughs> on a podcast. Yes. He, this is for you. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> This is for, again, Nancy. And the fossil fossils are, they're not stones, right? They're but they stories are, from the past. They're stories from the past. They're magical elements. And they do have metaphysical properties. And the uh, I love the, I love some of these crack me up so much. But the properties of this fossil are harmony, dignity, and splendor. Wow. <laughs> splendor. I mean, could your day not be better with a little splendor? Yeah. I, I don't even know what that would constitute. I don't know either. What is splendor? Going to a tea? Going to like a high tea? Splendor. Something splendid. Well, I know splendid. Yes. It feels very British. That's splendid. Right? Like amazing. That's so splendid. That's splendor. So splendor. So I guess amazing day. An amazing day filled with something luxurious. What do you consider an amazing day? To me is when I hit all my errands. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, an amazing day is when I have a nice coffee. Yeah, it's, it's not as like, you know, seizing the day as it should be. To me, it's no. like I got to hang out with all my friends. I didn't have to do a, like one ounce of obligation, but I still did a lot of th- stuff. Got some stuff done. Yeah, I, think, I was in the moment. Yeah, like when I was in my 20s, for me, an amazing day would be like I fly to Vegas. Yes. I meet a girlfriend. We put on Steak fabulous dinners. outfits. We go out to dinner at, for free, all for free. We party. We dance the night away. We go out. We drive out to the Vegas sign with a guy who's kind of into me. <laughs> and then we go to sleep at 5 a.m. That's That would be an amazing day. And now I'm like, if I get a Dunkin'. <laughs> If I get Starbucks right now, I'm going to be happy all day. I'm just warning you. Like a good scone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you about my raisin currant scone I had at the farmer's market, and I've thought about it every single day. Right? Like, it, it's like we think more about that stuff than, like, that uh, hot guy. Oh, my God. Do you know God. what I mean? Like, you're oh. like, hot guy. I see them all the time on TikTok. Who They cares? do nothing anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, you're hot. Who cares? Yeah. How do you feel going down my throat? <laughs> Try now. If you've never had bread alone, and you're from East Coast, you have to have it. It's the best bakery. It's the best bakery. I have to tell you, it's so good. Well, I was just thinking that you just said bread alone, and I'm like, I just love bread. (laughs) Literally bread. Have Have you you ever ever had bread? bread? (laughs) (laughs) That's generally. It's so funny because there was a moment where bread was so despised. Yes. And it's coming back around now. I do too. And I always thought, you know, like that scene of like Ozzy Osbourne biting into the head of a bat <laughs> that I thought how punk rock would it be if you bit into the head of a baguette. Oh my god! At your concert. And they're like, at what your, are you doing? At the fashion show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the height of controversy. But eating like warm bread with butter, I, I still, oh I've gosh. said it before, it would be my last meal. I have Maybe to tell you like, cheese. You go out to a restaurant like we love going to this Italian restaurant Coppola's in our neighborhood. It's one of our favorites. And I have to tell you, like my favorite part of the meal is the bread. Like Mike's always like, oh, do you want to get an app? I'm like, I will prefer to eat this entire basket of bread by myself, dredging it in olive oil. My favorite pre-bread is Outback, (laughs) the sweet, dark one. They the whipped butter. Outback is underrated. (laughs) Outback is so underrated and I don't care how chuggy that makes me. Uh, no. 
we are advocating for Outback Steakhouse. I'm advocating for Although it. Although somebody has been saying that these mid-range restaurants aren't delivering the goods anymore. But this one English lady was talking about Cheesecake Factory and <gasps> how great it is. Oh my gosh. I, I heard about this. Okay, that was an alert. It's an alert from you- New York and it's just a test. Oh, it's just a test. I it's, love that that they're like they're. I actually turn those off on my phone I, because I can't the, be bothered the, the by the Amber, Amber Alerts. <laughs> There's a lot, and I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, now I am getting it. I just heard this on New York One yesterday while I was at the doctor's office. They were that they were going to test. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. And I forgot they said a reason why or what they're doing, and I don't know why. I know they're like a bomb could be coming. <laughs> And we're just going to check this out. Well, I wonder if they did it because of the flooding last week, and now they have to prepare. Oh God, that was flooding. insane! And but now, by the time we're recording this, it's far in the future, way far in. The, but yeah, that was just like we had four days of rain, no flood. Then we had one day of just regular, consistent rain, flooding. flooding. Somebody said it was the tides, and at first, I really, when they said that it was a guy, I was like, "Oh, you're one of those. You're into the moon stuff." And then I was yeah. like, "No." Oh no! You're oh the tides, I get what you're, you're saying. The tides are a thing. There's the a tides are a thing. Yes, there's yes. no place for the water to go. Ah, it was a full moon. Yeah, and that does affect the tides. That's very I interesting. I have no idea. It's wild. We'll get into that when I talk about astrology in a little bit. Yes. Um, now, but we're, I, we're talking about outback. We're talking about outback and cheesecake factory. This is, is also good pre-bread or bread before the meal. Oh, I love the pre-bread. Now, this is what I wanted to say about outback. I have been there multiple times in the past year. There's, I've always, I've never gone to the one in the city. I, because I live by there and we have been going. You've got to invite me. Okay. (laughs) I fully will because actually asked Mike's relatives, they were asking me what to to get him for his birthday. And I said, Outback gift cards. Honestly, I also like the salad with their croutons. They have a great salad. They have great steaks. The only thing I will never get there again is the Bloomin' Onion because it's just way too much. Yeah. I love fried food. I like their desserts too, like the chocolate thunder from Dan Under. Oh my God, the desserts there? (laughs) (laughs) The thunder from Dan Under. The desserts there are like something out of a like an invention. Yes. They're just wild concoctions. I think they're going to have a comeback. I, I I hope they do. I would the thing about the bloomin' onion, I would get it if it was like a quarter of the size. They should make a lady onion. A lady onion. <laughs> <laughs> An onion for ladies. Because if you get a bloomin' onion and there's like eight people there and you're like, oh, I just want to have two little yeah, small onion enough. ring pieces. And like the dipping sauce is pretty good too. Yeah. I oh, like I love any it. Onion. The dipping sauce. I have sour cream and I have old like powdered onion dip that I was like, I'm going to make some onion dip with potato chips soon. I saw a thing on TikTok where they were caramelizing, caramelizing the onions, cooking them down and then making their own onion dip. I'm like, stop. I know. I tried one with you with um, Alice and Roman with the labne. Yes. Yes. Turkish. Oh, that was very good. But I actually think the one, the onion packet and sour cream mix is actually better because it's great I was, for a party. I think her ingredients weren't as intense where I'm like, I'm just tasting full yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's like, yeah, but that's because it's fancy. Right. I know fancy is like, you're like, oh, it's bland. <laughs> I, want, I need some trailer park flavors. Okay. I need some flavors. Last night I took a break. I got, um, Two seltzers and two bags of Doritos, and oh. I ate them by myself with no phone in our empty apartment, and I was just having an amazing day. I love it. <laughs> that will be an amazing day. 
Now, what's going on? You're getting ready to tape your special. Yes. So I'm excited. You always think that you're not working enough on it. But then I just told myself, you're like, you are, but you're just doing a little bit every day for a month. That's the only way to do it. It just, really oh, is. It's the, it compounds. It's not, it compounds. Low impact. Yes. Low impact. Oh, that's our. We're getting shirts. <laughs> low impact journey. Because <laughs> like I've been, you know, I've been reaching out. I've been promoting once a week. I've mm-hmm. been in talks with the graphic designer. I'm working on my design I, at night when I'm, you know, it used to be I'd scroll on TikTok, but I've been going on Pinterest boards, getting my mood board done. Fantastic. And it still fits the feeling of I have looking up like, what should my backdrop be? And all of it's DIY. And I've been really enjoying the process. I was like, I'm going to kind of make... My set is not completely themed. Yeah. But I am pregnant. Yes. But here's the thing. I can't really rest on the laurels of being like, aren't I unique? Right. In the pregnancy (laughs) realm of comedy. Yes. I think we've seen all the specials. I don't think I'm bringing anything new with anything talking about this experience. Yeah. Well, it was almost like 10 years ago, if you were had any type of a career as a woman in the entertainment industry, you would have to keep the pregnancy a secret. And that's why nobody did pregnant specials. Yes. But now it's like you realize there's plenty of people that have kids. They still have careers there. There's nothing. There's no like I remember it was Tammy. It's not a novelty anymore. It's not a novelty. I remember Tammy Pescatelli. I heard her. I don't know if this was a joke or something that she was saying, but I think she got pregnant around or maybe early to mid 40s and her agent was like or her manager was like well you know are are you gonna quit and she was like no of course not but it's like that was such an old world mentality but now we're in a different type of world and economy where you have to work up to the day you give birth yes so everyone's doing a pregnant special now because they're like okay this is my last chance to make money for at least three to six months yes and you're just like I don't know where my mind will be after that. So, and I hit at the right time where I did have about 45 minutes, maybe an hour. If I go to an hour, the wheels are falling off. (laughs) But it could be fun. It could be fun. An hour is too long. Yeah. It's too long. But I, but I love just like doing a special and being like, and I'll throw another one in there. (laughs) Or, you know, it's nice to maybe have 15 minutes that I like, but maybe not ready that I can kind of work on that when I come back. Right. Um, so I was like, you know what? So if I am pregnant, why don't I do the material that I've always really liked, but I can't really do it when I'm in the New York comedy club setting or even at sometimes at the cellar. Cause I'm de- those are very touristy crowds. Yes. There are people who maybe don't necessarily have an exposure to comedy that they have an understanding of different genres going on my journey. Yes. They kind of, you it- need to be like out the gates punching you're over like, the head you need to be a big you know because that that is the style of club comedy and that's one of the things I really miss about like the alt circuit which yeah. feels like it's kind of dwindled in a way yeah, or maybe yeah. I just it's lost cabaret-ish. touch with it myself it's yeah. very sing- a lot of singing in fancy outfits kind of now talent show-esque but yeah like club comedy is kind of like just entertaining yes. entertaining and and alt comedy is all a little bit more about the artistic expression i feel where there's more i sometimes like i'm personal even though everyone's talking about their mental illness these days. <laughs> that's fine it's yeah. been commodified that's fine um oh, you and, need I, to, and you i need to do it to pay for do, your medicine <laughs> absolutely and i still touch on a little bit of that um but i feel like i not 
It's in the David Cross area. I love it. I love that. Yeah. I feel like he hits some dark subject matter. Yes. And yet it's done tastefully and it's got yeah. some points, but it's still irreverent. And I'm not comparing myself to David Cross. Like, I still think he's really, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I, I would dare not say that, but I say it's in that realm. I think that's a really great categorization for your style of stand up where it is like you're very kind of deadpan. You're kind of like living in a world of thought experiments and kind of looking outside of what is obviously funny. Yeah, like the unusual or yes. like weirdo stuff. Yeah. Kinda, or like the hypocrisy. Like I, you know, that's why I do love the podcast like Come Towns or like yes. um, Nick Mullen or like even like Kurt Metzger has jokes that I'm like, that's so fucking funny. S- yeah, smart. Talking about like, have you ever try to look at the Palestine Israel thing and with a fresh set of eyes as if you could fix the problem <laughs> like it's a puzzle yes. and I'm just like that's the kind of insight I really have always enjoyed but when you do that on a Friday Saturday night at some of these clubs yes I'm just speaking for myself I don't get sometimes I don't ever have the luxury of people going on that journey with me and it's sometimes Mm -hmm. that's the subject matter that I enjoy talking about the most yes yes absurd behavior and that's why I think it's so great that you are doing you're basically kind of putting together a DIY special and you're creating this piece that you can really be proud of and is super true expression of your sensibilities yes so I've decided since it's dark I've always thought this always works well, I think with most art. And I yeah. d- it's just something that I've observed. And I don't think I'm new to say this out loud. But if you go dark, you need another aspect that's light. Yes. I say it with a smile. The juxtaposition, I find so hilarious. Juxtaposition is one of my favorite comedy yes. techniques. And sometimes I think you can go full lean in. Yes. I could yeah. have gone full dark. Yeah. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then I, I feel it. like I'm alienating... A, a big group if I go that way. You want to be approachable still and likable. Yes. Yeah. So I've chosen Sharon Tate as my mood board inspiration. I'm thinking baby doll dresses. She Fantastic. Light, but dealt with a dark era, the Manson murders. Yes. She was killed. She was killed. Sadly. Horrifically. Hey, spoiler alert. But I, I don't talk about that. No, no, no. I'm but just using the, the aesthetic. aesthetic. Yes. Well, when you showed me the photo of your baby doll dress, especially with the way your hair is and you have the curtain bangs, I yes. said immediately, I was like Sharon Tate. And that's what I was going for. And it's so, I love it. You nailed it. it. Yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where we go back and forth complimenting each other. We do it every show. I really love the attention to detail and the aesthetic that you're putting into your special. And I'm so inspired by the fact that you are just doing a little bit every day. Yeah, because it is overwhelming. And I do feel like this is my last weekend to work on the backdrop. So here's, and this is the thing. When you, for me personally, doing it this way, in the past, I usually was like, I'll just show up as is. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this time I'm, I don't know if this is my, my see you later. I don't know when I'm coming back. Yeah. I might as well put some effort and it's been quite enjoyable to make it an artistic process more than it has been in the past. So I've chosen a backdrop that I feel like is light and airy. So, and then I'm just really enjoying the process. I'm even making that myself and I'm in being like so proud of like, um, I did a mock-up and I'm finding out when you really plan something, yes. it turns out the way you want yes. it. <laughs> 
Isn't that wild? New it's, concept. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> because I'm looking at what I'm making. I'm like, this is exactly what I sent yeah. to my friend Chrissy, who we know. Yes. Um, Who's got a good artistic eye. Something's mm-hmm. going on. I know. I Are hear- we dying? Something just can you imagine doing Lady Journey in the middle of a nuclear apocalypse and we have no idea? idea. (laughs) Well, we'll release the episode, we have to still release it. (laughs) We have to for everyone in the bomb shelters, yes. Well, I'm so impressed and proud of you, and I have to say it's really an inspiration because, yes, there is this ethos of stand up where it's like I just focus on the jokes, I show up and I do it. I'm I don't care what I'm wearing, but it's like to go from just kind of being a stand-up comedian to being a personal brand, which is what we've also kind of really tried to do here on Lady Journey. And I think it's like, you're just adding another level that um, is really, instead of taking away from it, it it just uh, exponentially embellishes. Yeah, I want to be thoughtful in this. It's almost like, I think about that when I want to create a short or my idea of making a film. Like sometimes I get annoyed when you watch a film and you're like, I feel like this person kind of didn't really put much thought into it's it. It's the hustle culture mentality of like, squeeze it out, squeeze it out, squeeze and, it out. I'm making a video. I'm walking down the street, like just squeezing it out. It's like, yeah, we lose touch with the magic of allowing stuff to develop as, as though it is a Polaroid picture where it's like, you don't know what is there at first. Yeah. Like I like the idea, like Greta, um, what's her, Greta Gerwig. I almost got her confused Gerwig. with Thurnberg. Oh my gosh. Which is very similar last <laughs> yeah. name. It's yeah, like, totally different person. Totally yeah. different person. Greta Thurnberg, you know, she's an artist. But I listened to her talking about like when she was thinking about doing Little Woman. Yeah. And then also just doing, what's the other one? Oh, Barbie. Barbie, right. Like she was like, I. she watched all these old movies and mm-hmm. she took from that was like influenced and ah. really thought about like what she wanted to say. And I think of it, almost feels to me as if you're throwing a party mm-hmm. if you're throwing a party you want every, the people that you like to feel welcomed yes. and this is really for you and that's what I want my special to feel like I love it I absolutely love that like I want this to like be a thing yes yes and it absolutely is going to be I cannot wait I can't wait to be I there hope, hopefully oh my gosh it's gonna come together <laughs> I, I was reading it this. where I just offend everybody <laughs> you bomb immediately yeah. <laughs> well you never know I opened for someone once who was doing a special taping and that person did poorly and it was tough it was tough, but I, I that's not going to happen. I can't wait to hear about <laughs> that experience. Work. Yeah, usually it goes, well, I did, I remember when I did Voluptuous Boy like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. The first one was amazing. Mm-hmm. Second one was just like 10 people in the audience. And I was like, this one's going to be a little difficult. Yeah. And it, I could see it was just people like not knowing who they were coming to see. Yeah. And that's tough. I had the same experience with my own. And you're like, well, good to know where I stand. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> well, this will just be pickup. I got my people on the first one. And I'll try out new jokes on this one. <laughs> Um, oh, well, I was going to say, too, I read this great book. I believe it was called um, Writing a Pilot. Writing a Pilot. I'll put it in the notes. I'll find I'll find the name and put it in the notes. It was about it's a step by step book to writing a TV pilot. And it's done in a fun kind of thematic way as though you're like flying a plane, like piloting a plane. OK. And there's this really great part in the book about working in 
incrementally, you know, and it said that he was talking about there was an analogy made to these people who um, they're women working in the uh, garment industry doing um, really high level of fixing work on like embroidery work or it's like intense. It's your very eye, intense. Your eyes get fucked up from your, doing that. Your eyes get fucked up. So you can only do a little bit every day because you start to lose your vision. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you start getting lazy. It's almost like the Pomodoro effect of like 20 minutes on. Yeah. Because it's diminishing returns. Yeah. (laughs) 20 minutes on. Then I go for my vacation. (laughs) And never talk about it again. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm done. Lady journey. That's such a lady journey. Um, But it has been that. Yeah. It's I. I find the best thing, especially in the artistic, because I remember I did go to the Art Institute of Houston and I had to do drawing classes and I'm okay at it. And there was one, I went through a hard period where I couldn't turn in this artwork on time. Mm -hmm. And so I just remember I just did a little bit. I went to get books to figure out how to do it. And I just did a little bit of a time and it was my best piece ever. Yeah. And I... I kind of scammed the teacher. He didn't get to grading them. And I just saw the pile of artwork and I just slid mine in <laughs> a week later. And yeah. he had no idea. And I was like, he's idiot. Yeah, these stupid teachers. <laughs> well, great. it just shows you like deadlines are full of shit, especially in the artistic world. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. you actually need you it because you'll never finish it. <laughs> yes. That's why like choosing a date for this special was like... We so key. Ha- yeah. You have to. You have to. And it has to be before the induction. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. So I am excited. It will probably be taped by the time this gets out. I think it will. So we I can do a recap. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll definitely do a recap and we'll we'll talk about the post-production process as well because that's um, also <sighs> that's a nightmare. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, I didn't realize I say what else... 10 million times. I didn't realize. I know for me, it's okay. That's what I, okay. Or that you laugh kind of after your joke to get the, as a Pavlovian training for the audience to think it's funny too. And you're like, but that's it. I, ugh, it makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Because Habits are hard. Habits are hard. Yeah. Where you're like, it sounds so disingenuine. When you hear yourself too, when you hear the sound of your own voice, it is so jarring and it is impossible to not judge yourself the mo- most harshly than anyone will ever judge you. You're ever, and you know, it's hard. It's triggering. Every time I go check up on a reel, how it's doing, if the audio is on, I'm always like to myself, Get out of here, Same. you fucking piece of Same. shit. You're, you are, Who and that's is a tactic. This yeah, you are intimidating <laughs> me. So, yes, it's called Butthole Money. Butthole Money. I love that. I love your Butthole Money joke. Thank I think you. it's very funny. I think it's apt. I think it's going to be so great. I, I've been it's here about looking the at the female experience. The female experience. And I've capitalism. Looking at, I've been here looking at some of the, the visuals of the special, and I think yes. it's going to be fantastic. It's, it's coming together. It's coming together. Um, well, I've been on a little bit of a journey, which I think is so fun. Um, you know, I've always, I've been on an astrology journey forever. Yes. And we've never fully gone into it in this podcast which no. I, was, I was like let's take a day you know let's let's talk let's do it as a journey we're 
we're in the world. I feel like this is heavy astrology season for some reason. First of all, Scorpios. Scorpios are out there scorping. They're out there scorping. People don't like Scorpios. My boyfriend is a Scorpio and I'm about to to make one, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Your baby's a Scorpio. Yeah. The thing about astrology, which people will really come up to you and be like, you know, it's not science. It's like, yeah, we know. We know. We're doing it for fun, dumbass. (laughs) Oh, do you think, am I like trying to like cure my cancer with astrology? I know, you're like. No, I'm not. It's my football, you weirdo. Yes, I know. There's a lot of men who really, men and maybe, I don't know, like a pick me girl or something that they love to be kind of condescending as though you are less intelligent and less than for knowing the ins and outs of astrology in the way that I do, which is clearly not healthy. But you know, like I'm not, I would say not a, like a full believer, mm-hmm. but I love being part of the arts. I love being part of it. It's, it is exactly, it's my fantasy football. Yes. It's, you know, it's like it w- would be almost as goofy to come up to someone to be like, and you know, fantasy football isn't real. Did you, you know that? But you could also just be like that with any kind of religion. Like, yes. It's like, it's weird lately, like, as much as I do think Scientology is weird. Yes. It, but the amount of, like, hate that people get it, and you're like, I don't know. There's other church There's organized religion stuff. that is just as bad. Yes, it's like, here's the owns thing. just as much property uh, yes. and sexual assault as being hidden. Uh, yeah, it, yes. Even more. Even more. <laughs> it's like, here's the thing. We're all, we're all literally the only life forms that we can see for galaxies around. We're on a rock. We're flying through space. <laughs> like... Let me have I can, this. I can talk to a Virgo. And also never hate the hate or like the person Don't, and the yes. individual. Don't like, hate the game. Yes. Well, here's the thing about astrology that I think it's like, yes, I can fully recognize that it's there's no scientific. It's not proven by science. But I it's find hope. It, it's hope. It's psychological. It's theory. Yes. Yes. It's confirmation bias. It's also based on planets. Planets are there. <laughs> They're moving. We see this. We know about planets. It's got astro in it. Yeah, it has That's, astro. It that has is ology. an actual thing. Yeah, astros yeah. are things. I think... <laughs> I love I love I'm like it's not scientifically backed except that it is well the thing is like maybe it's not scientifically backed to be a science in the same way that astronomy is but I do think that it is psychologically helpful and I think that that's why a lot of women turn to astrology we're all looking for a sense of control in our lives where we have none get it where you can get it where you can and the type of astrology like here's the thing like if I it's even cognitive behavioral therapy. Like, all here's all the things I need to do in a day. Like, let me get up and practice my affirmations to remember to be kind, to remember to say thank you, to remember to listen. I like that's also you're bringing up these really great points because I'm just thinking, I've never really heard of anything being really toxic from the astrology world. Yes, there's not a a big hot like secret world of hiding. <laughs> Uh, Holocaust. They're not QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. They're not QAnon people. <laughs> Astrology's like, hey, Hunless. you might feel like chatting with a friend today. And yeah. it's like, uh, I do. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Nailed it. Nailed it. Like yeah. what what there's nothing wrong. If that's based on Saturn, sure. Sure. If you, if it's because Pluto is like flying around and doing its business, <laughs> whatever she does, um, then I'm happy to do it. But so the astrology that I do like, I have to say I love Chani Nicholas. She is so freaking amazing because her astrology is it takes the psychology in mind where it's all affirmational astrology. So it's like, yes, it is based on um this fake science of where the planets are, but it's written in a way that it's like, maybe you're feeling a little foggy today. Hey, remember, that's okay. And instead of trying to push through something, why don't you just rest, take a break, and be gentle on yourself? It's like, you're trying to tell me that that's horseshit? <laughs> because because Pluto. Because yeah. of Pluto. I don't think so. I don't think so. So it's like, it's like whether you are getting psychological reminders to be like happy and enjoy your life and express gratitude, whether you're getting that from like a little notepad that you're writing it in every day or you're getting it from your astrology, like who cares? Yes. No, exactly. Well, it's, you know, it's the same thing as we're doing that, that we're, I don't mean to compare it to football the whole time, but like when people get upset when their team loses. Yes. Yeah. So like, why can't just let me have this? Football is bad psychologically and it's (laughs) never been proven by science and it's boring. Oh my God. I watch football. I feel like it's like this to me. It's just like shapes. It's too much moving. Yeah. You're like shapes moving. It's like, why is it five hours in? And they're still standing. (laughs) They're still up there. Take a break. Take a rest. But why is there a staff of 20 people? Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> figuring, I'm exhausted from football. Figuring this out. Like, just run down that field. Run down the field. Side quest, I will say. My, the thing about football, <laughs> the thing about football that is for me miraculous is like, I love game day foods. I love. Oh, I was, yes, because I've seen a lot of people sad. being like, what I like to make on a uh, football Sunday or whatever, and it's just like buffalo chicken dip and you're like oh my god a spread a spread yes i'll be over here by the spread do you know my good spread remember when we went to super bowl party at an impractical (sighs) joker house and his wife made an amazing italian spread spread. and we won't be naming the name turned into our patreon yeah (laughs) but anyway the thing about um astrology is i was thinking like we have all types of different like superstitions in the world that we're fine with you know it's like people are some for some reason not fine with like astrology but we're all clearly fine with like fortune cookies yes you know it's like no one's reading a fortune cookie like this is i have my path now i'm going to travel figured it out or just even like buying like affirmation decor after yeah that's what that's what i love about it it's like once you know how your psychology works when you know like confirmation bias like if you see something that's like hey maybe you should take a trip and you're like i want to take a trip like yeah that's that's all i needed you want to take a trip that's why i think wishing wishing is so powerful because it's like so many of us like wishing like manifesting it's manifesting and and so often you don't really even know what you want like i don't even know what i want now it's like do i want to have kids do i want a career what path do i even want to go do i want a house do i want to stay in the city when you wish for something it channels the most pure form of what you want yes well also it's like as you said like sometimes you you just got to hear a yes from a place and and it's something that you already knew but you wanted confirmation yeah well i just remember like my friend going to like a fortune teller situation Ah, interesting and just asking about her relationship and it was interesting because it 
came to be like, you need to leave this guy. Right. And she did. Yeah. But I think what ended up happening is because just her asking this question, the fortune teller probably has been dealing with people on a huge, like a, a huge population that you you can now read people She's with questions. Up on it. Yeah. yeah. And just having, asking that question, obviously that relationship needs to go. Yes. I yes. think that's so great because it is like we're all But she kind got of, her answer. She got her answer. You hide so much stuff from yourself and yes. you're seeking it outside of yourself. But sometimes you actually do find it if you have the space and awareness to listen to yourself. Listen to what you really want. Yeah. And you get for an hour somebody dedicated to just going through cards with you. Oh my God. It's like Listening therapy. to you. Yeah, and I'll, you're in the moment not on your phone. Yeah. I'll pay somebody to be with me for an hour. I don't care if it's, <laughs> if it's therapy if it's cards like I just want attention yes that's hugely valuable I saw well as you know I was really into the Gabby Bernstein books for a while and her stuff I kind of have now moved away from it because I think like her thing was always like about like feeling happy feeling happy and I think maybe it can lead to like repressing some negative negative emotions and also like you can be in denial that it's okay to be sad sometimes when you're sad you know? yeah when you're always like I'm choosing happiness I'm choosing light you need it's to, exhausting you need to feel your feelings feel your feelings be de- de- be depressed and be down and uh, allow yourself to be that unless it's like a problem inside of you and not externally and- but Unless your friends are alienating you because yeah. you're, you're a drag. You're downer. <laughs> downer. Um, but she had this thing in that book, which I thought was really fun. And it, this is kind of magical thinking in a way, but it, but it's, I think it's helpful to, to be like, ask the universe for a sign. If you're like, should I? Am I doing okay? Are things going well? Just ask the universe for a sign and think about something that it could be. And she said her sign was like owls. And now whenever she sees an owl, she feels like, oh, I'm in the right place. Yeah, she's comforted. It's just something, you know, yeah, like obviously that's not the universe like manifesting, shape-shifting and turning into an owl. It's like, it's a psychological trick to keep yourself from spinning out. And what the hell is wrong with that? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that i need my owls i need my owls (laughs) i um did i did do it one time i asked like the universe like i just need a sign that everything's going okay and i literally saw a sign board and it said this is a sign i saw it in five minutes and i was like you know what now i feel better i do think it's an actual science because here's I was reading Susie Orman financial books. Yes, for, love the haircut. Love the She's haircut. She's speaking to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> and she talked about as soon as you start, and I feel like it's kind of similar in this area mm-hmm. because you're starting to kind of like maybe take control of your life. Yes. Even though you're basing it. But that it's also an AA of like letting go. Meaning yeah. like you can't control everything. Yeah. So she was just saying that like once you start... Um, You'll find once you really start taking responsibility in your financial situation, all of a sudden you'll see that life gives you meaning like you you then you get a promotion. Yeah. Uh, you managed to pay this off or somebody had paid this off or your family gave you money for something um, that because you're taking control 
other areas of your life will start improving. Yeah, and I do believe that. I do. I do. It's like where you're looking and it's the same as like a gratitude practice too, right? It's like where you're looking for things to be grateful for, then you're reinforcing it. And I think it's even similar to, even though I know we did kind of drag this, but like the lucky girl mindset of being like, I'm lucky because I said I'm lucky, then that means I'm lucky. It's like, well, you're just kind of shifting your perception away from perceiving the negative. Yes. And it's like, if that helps you, you know, you can go around and be like, I'm a fairy, you know, fine. Yeah. Fine. More power to you. Because it's not, you know, I think like we can all be bound by superstitions because we have the brains of basically like beings that were existing like 500,000 years ago, like surviving in the woods. And now we're just like in Target. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this yeah. energy? We're all we're st- we still have those brains. And so it's like we create stories. You know, I even do it myself. It's like the Wi-Fi is down. I'm like, I think they're mad. I think the computers are mad. Yeah. Or uh, there is a lot of that like. I was talking about that with algorithms, especially like Instagram. Yes. Where you're like, well, I did do this one thing, so I have to do this. I, uh, I need have to, to do this all the time. Times. Yeah. <laughs> we get obsessed with rituals because we can't fully see like the cause and effect. And yes. You can't see everything outside of yourself. There's no way of doing that. And that's why I think some people do down like astrology. But, you know, for example, like my aunt, who is a practicing Wiccan, she does, she loves to do rituals, right? She loves to do like a new moon ritual. Every new moon, she kind of sets up her rituals and she thinks about things that she wants to bring into her life. And it's like, sure, she's doing a spell and you could look down on it and be like, oh, magic isn't real. But it's like, it's a psychologically, it's a proven Management does this in corporate America all the time. It's the same thing. It's yes. the exact same thing. It's goal oriented. It's more aesthetic and feminine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm using sage and not like a weird whiteboard yeah. with like crappy markers. <laughs> yeah, goal, it's goal. And it's yeah. like it goes back to like Carl Jung. That was his big thing of like, you know, the rituals and reminding yourself things psychologically. Yeah, to keep on task. Yeah. Yeah. And not get weighed down by life. So as a cancer, um, <laughs> Um, but no, that's my that's my hot take on astrology. And I think I guess it's time to wrap up there. I feel like yeah. I I could really just talk up a storm for another hour, but I think well, we should cut it. It's always I do enjoy I went there's I found a store in Galveston with my friend. Yeah. It was all about just gifts for that world. Oh, and I, was I love like, it. Oh, I could be in here forever. Oh, I love a witch gift. Well, you yeah. gave me tarot cards, which I am I so thrilled. I was peeping through the deck last night and it, they're all women in the tarot cards. Okay. So it's a very lady journey. So I'm definitely going to be incorporating them into something fun soon. Well, I the artwork on tarot cards, I also really enjoy. And that was part of uh, on my mood board. Yes. I yes. love that stuff. I'll, I'll read the baby's fortune yes. when, when they come out. That would be <laughs> hilarious to be like, you've got a lot of stuff you're going through. Yeah, you've got back. <laughs> anyway thanks for listening everybody please yeah. like and subscribe lady journey lady journey